Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad Shaker, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. I'm good, man. <laughs> You're mad at me because you didn't give me a nickname. I, I know. I am <laughs> mad at you because I, and I didn't give you a nickname because of it. Now I'm sad. <laughs> I like the nickname part. I know. That's why I took it away from you. <laughs> it's like a child who doesn't get to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, some, you had a busy week. Yes. You worked at low tide a lot. Yeah. Mainly two days in a row. Wasn't it three? It was three in a row, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you only want to get paid for two, I'm okay. No, no. It was more than three because... It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I think I something was added on. I think I was added on in like some sometime that I week. don't know. But speaking of low tide, <laughs> let me thank them for the kava I will be drinking during the show. People are gonna think I'm punishing you by not giving you kava, but he did turn it down. <laughs> he did say he didn't want it, but I am going to still drink kava because it's what I do. <laughs> Blink fast twice. <laughs> <laughs> start start giving signals. Send signals that you're okay. I'm being held hostage. Good. He told me to agree to this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Matt is a good boss. <laughs> Say it. Well, yeah, you have a friend here from Texas? I do, yeah. Uh, my friend Amber is in town from Texas, and she is currently hanging out with Adam the Freeman. Um, uh, they're out collecting firewood for something. I don't really know what. Um, uh, it's called a... Fire. Right. I know. Yeah. Uh, I think Adam's going camping tonight or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought, he... were, I thought they were about to do like a fire out here in your front yard. No, that'd be cool, though. Because it's night and then there's a lot of places right. to put I a think, fire down. I think my landlords, aka my parents, would be upset if <laughs> uh, we did a fire out in the front yard. But speaking of my parents, uh, they said that on December 2nd, they may be able to make it to Grassroots Kava House for our one-year anniversary show. Good. Yeah, I wanted to know if they were going to be coming because I wanted to know what kind of language I could use at the one-year anniversary show. <laughs> you mean the language I can use on the anniversary show? You can use whatever language you want. You, yeah. you didn't come out of one of them. <laughs> I did. True that. True yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't raise you. They, you don't need to be good. Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, so, a little, I'm a little sick today, guys. That's, yeah, and he's he's got the cold that everybody's been having for the last few weeks yeah. around us. That just keeps getting passed from person to person to person. I didn't even ask for this, and I didn't even plan on it, but that's why he's mad. <laughs> That's not why. I, no, don't. No, that I'm not mad because you're. He's sick. mad at me because of nature, guys. I'm not mad at you because of understand. nature. I'm mad at you because you're He's impossible like how to get in touch with. My ex-wife was like that too. <laughs> Maybe she, I should call her and get in touch with her and be like, "Was he always this big of a pain in the ass?" <laughs> and she'll be like, "I don't know who you are. Don't talk to me." <laughs> I'm gonna assume she liked me. 
and leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we don't talk anymore. That's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so for anybody who follows us on Facebook or Twitter, you can uh, go to either one of our, you can go to our pages or to the Muddied Waters page, which is conveniently found at facebook.com backslash Muddied Waters of Freedom. Um, and you can uh, RSVP to the one year anniversary event. We are doing tickets through Eventbrite, so make sure you get your tickets and don't be like Adam Freeman, who accidentally he claims purchased twenty of them for free. That doesn't make I know. <laughs> well, he better bring twenty people, or I'm not letting him in. Oh, I deleted nineteen of them. <laughs> <laughs> He went, oops, I don't know what I did. I just bought 10 tickets. And then I went, no. Then I went in to delete nine. And I said, you bought 20. What is wrong with you? He's like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, you're a millennial. Why do you not know how to use technology? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Uh, But yes, go to our page, RSVP for the event. Uh, It's going to be a great time. We've got a lot of really cool things that are going to be going on for that show. Um, okay, well, this is so, so cool. So our sponsor is Kavified. Right. They made a new, like, Kava mixer thing. Uh, I hope this shows up in the camera. It will. Yeah. Yeah. It's delayed. Uh, <laughs> it is. But they they put a freaking shell in their, you know, bottle thing. It's pretty freaking badass. Yeah, it goes on top and you shake and then you can pour it right into a tiny little shell. I was going to be like, see, there's Kava in it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> a perfect four-ounce shell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just very handy for the drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. So thank you to Matt from Cavified for dropping that off. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's, sometimes I work at his place. That's why I was working this week. Yes. And he's going to be working there three days next week. Yeah. We, I don't remember what days those are. We apologize to everybody who we just lost the feed for. This is they can probably still hear us, so we can continue and keep right. on going. Hopefully. Um, either that or <laughs> Facebook just killed us. Um, so, uh, getting into everything that's happened this week. Getting into everything that's happened this week. What the hell? What just happened? This is less fun, because then we could just keep on recording. I know. A, I know. The live feed, then how do they get to see us? So, as he was saying, some things happened this week that we're about to talk about as soon as we are able to. As soon as we can figure out what's happening. And we would just like to make sure that everybody is able to see our faces as we do it. Because otherwise, what's the point? You could just, you could do whatever else you're doing without having to watch us. Exactly. If somebody has my phone number or wants to message me on Facebook, just let me know that you can at least hear us. Well, that would be. There's a cool. lot of people right now watching. I know we got just more people. Cool. I know people are watching us okay. when there's no screen. Okay, cool. People can hear us. Oh, well, right. there's that's a bunch that, of likes. Yeah, that's all that matters. Okay, all right, cool. So, yeah. If you uh, don't, if you don't like this no video thing, keep watching. Or right. <laughs> if you don't like seeing our faces, I'm hurt. But yeah. <laughs> it'll be I'll on SoundCloud it. in a bit, anyways. So right. So let's go back and we'll start with. The third topic we wrote down. I swear it's never done this before. We're not like a ghetto podcast or anything. So this is really weird. (laughs) But uh, anyway, for those of you who only listen to us, sorry about that. Uh, So this week, earlier this week, uh, an actor uh, came out, uh, I guess, inspired by the Harvey Weinstein allegations and told... The, and he wanted to share his story of Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. and that when he was a 14 year old boy, he met Kevin Spacey while they were both acting on Broadway. He went to a party at Kevin Spacey's house and then allegedly Kevin Spacey came uh, after everybody had left the party. Kevin Spacey like picked this kid up and threw him on the bed and tried to make sexual advances mm-hmm. at him. Yeah. And the guy <clears throat> got out of it. Um, and he told, you know, he was telling his story. Which is, I mean, it's just absolutely horrible and atrocious, and I do agree in due process and stuff like that. But that being said, Kevin Spacey's 
response to this. And actually, me responding to the response is part of the reason I took off, I deactivated Facebook. Part of all the th- other things that I've mentioned to you. Right. Um, but Kevin Spacey's response was god-awful. Yeah. You, I can honestly say that um, I have never tried to have sexual relations with a minor. Continue. With a minor. Um, but for him to say, I was drunk and I don't remember what happened is absolutely wrong. And then to try to hide yeah, by, by coming out of the closet, which, you know, he's always said, I will never talk about my private life publicly. And then to use that. Yeah. I didn't know about that until you told me about that. Yeah, he's he's always said, I do not want to talk about my private life. I want my private life private, and I want my, you know, like, my public life is public. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't I didn't know about that un, until you told me about it, which I thought was pretty crazy. Right. Um, but, yes, he... Uh, yeah, I hated the response. The response was awful. Bec- because I was like, but I choose okay, to live as a game so man. you're trying to deflect... You know, he's he was trying to hide behind. He was trying to hide behind him coming out and being like, maybe this will become mm-hmm. what people talk about as opposed to me attempting to rape a 14 year old boy. Yep. And well, sexual assault and rape are not the same thing. Right. But if he's 14 and he's 26, it's statutory rape either way. Oh, OK. That's right. I, I, I don't remember the whole age group. thing. Right. Yeah. So no matter what, it was. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's rape. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, okay, well, maybe if I come out as gay, people will be like, oh, well, look, he's gay, and mm. it worked. Like, yeah, it worked. Okay, it worked as far as mainstream media. Like, I feel as though many people on Facebook and on every, you know everything else uh, who are smart saw right through what he was doing, and he. Yeah, my, yeah, 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 and yeah. So he. Uh, I, one of my friends got offended about the post I made about it. Like it was like an hour after the whole thing came out, and it really made me mad. And I was like, "Fuck this!" That though, I mean, it wasn't the only thing. It was just a lot of things. You already know this, but uh, you know, I, was, I asked a question. I was like, "Does coming out as gay wipe out your sexual assault or rape history or whatever?" Like, does that wipe it out? Right. And then, like, people were getting mad at me thinking I was trying to paint gay people. Oh, with the same brush? And I was like, no, that is not how that question is worded at all whatsoever. At all. (laughs) That's asking if a person claiming to be gay, does that wipe it out? And people were literally not understanding that and, and getting mad at me thinking I'm some kind of homophobe. And that really pissed me off because I was like, first of all, you people fucking know me. <laughs> and it was, it was actually like some of my friends, you know, where we talked about it. But it, it did piss me off that this even happened to begin with. And I was like, are you serious? So like, I can't, I can't even speak my mind anymore without having to like extra sensitive, like, you know, take the extra time to specifically word myself. When I shouldn't have to, if I'd never act like that to begin with. Um, and that, uh, that's just one of the things that really makes me mad is like the response and response responses. And I'm just like, no, no, there's, it's not what I was trying to say. What I was saying is, does you saying that make you that or not that or not that? Which right. honestly, if you're a gay man in this country, you should be <laughs> uh, super mad about, um, Kevin Spacey coming out as gay after being accused publicly of sexual assault because that just makes it look bad to you guys, not nobody else really except you guys. Um, so yeah, if asking that question shouldn't really be like the worst thing that ever happened in the world. Um, and no, to answer the question, he, it does not, it does not wipe out the fact that you just sexually assaulted or, you know, tried to statutory rape somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I would say don't worry about that. Fine. I'll stop messing with the camera. Um, (laughs) You guys are lucky enough to get just audio of us today. You're welcome. 
Um, so yeah, Kevin Spacey. I mean, he okay. One, his actions have now cost so many people. It's amazing because House of Cards got canceled mm-hmm. the next day. They are going to put out the next season. Which I'm a little upset that I was actually kind of happy about. I was like, oh, thank God. I get to see what happens next. But they are canceling it after that season. He had a movie coming out for Netflix that's going to get can- that got canceled. Um, he's lost, like... Is it overreacting? I don't know. My sister asked me that. Is it overreacting for My them sister to cancel this stuff? She asked me, was that really necessary? For something that happened so long ago, and I don't, I don't know, I, I told her I don't know, but it was a good question in my opinion. Well, my thought is that just because Anthony Rapp came out and said that, uh, and it happened twenty years ago or whatever it was, I can't remember thirty years ago, um, and it happened back then, and if he got away with it back then, he's probably done it since. That's not something you do once. Or it could be something you do once. It could be, but I mean... That's that's really stretching and saying that, that you might do it more than once. But they've made fun of it on like Family Guy like years ago. Like Apparently it was a huge open secret, yeah. and they talked about that. They were like, we need to be done with the open secrets here in Hollywood. Well, I, have a, I also have a huge problem, huge problem with people saying things 20 million years later. I do too. Because there's no way to find out. And he did apologize, which is good on him. I mean, after coming out as gay to deflect. Um, but I do personally have a huge problem after maybe, let's say I run for office sometime in the next 10 years. And it's never happened because I'm not that kind of person. I was going to say, yeah, that'll go well. But what if somebody does come out and say that? There'll be no way to disprove it. Right. It'll just be like, oh, this random person that maybe kind of knows me or met me at one time in my life just said, I, (laughs) you know, it's, I really hate it. And I think it helps add to this culture of not trusting the victim, you know? I'm sorry. I think that's just a typical response from most people. Like, why are you coming out so late now with this? I don't, I'm not in the minds of the victims, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be heard. I'm just saying it's really fucking weird to wait so long and then come out against people like this. I agree. I, I've never understood the... I'm not going to say anything until much later. You know, uh, Dustin Hoffman's now getting sexual harassment allegations. Um, in fact, there's this YouTube channel that I've like to watch called <laughs> he calls it he calls himself teal deer like the col the color teal and deer okay. but it's um it's tl semicolon dr it's a too, british guy too long didn't yes um <laughs> he's always like citation needed please <laughs> um so anyways uh I, I was watching this video that he made he was kind of responding to some feminists about what was the exact topic? I don't remember the exact topic, but he was talking about rape, like actual rape versus people saying that rape happened when it wasn't rape, like false accusations of rape. Right. Um, and how there have been multiple cases over the last like 10 years, especially with cell phones, you know, being a thing where a certain individual woman uh, chooses to partake and even encourage some kind of group sex or threesomes sort of thing. And then I guess they regret it. And then they accuse those people of raping her. Right. But then there's video footage of said individual female <laughs> enjoying herself, which is whatever. Do you, you know? Right. Yeah. You, and you, then, but you, then that gets, you know, but then the guys are like, okay. So, and so the guys get off. You know, um, which is really fucked up to like accuse someone of rape when you when they didn't rape you. You know, not one but four. <laughs> so I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I I disagree with you know the whole thing, but 
That's why the whole statute of limitations thing is important to me. No, absolutely. And I, I do agree with that. But okay, so uh, Jeremy Piven. Uh, no idea. Did you ever watch Entourage? No, it sounds familiar. I might have. Okay. Uh, you would know. Uh, he was in Black Hawk Down, so I know you know who Jeremy <laughs> Piven is. Um, <laughs> but Jeremy, he was the helicopter pilot. Oh, okay. Jeremy Piven was on Entourage, and it came out last week. Um, somebody accused, or over this past week, that somebody has accused him of uh, sexually harassing or sexually assaulting her while on the set of Entourage. To which Jeremy Piven said, this is a lie. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is going to be one of those things that, uh, this is going to be one of those things that people, you are going to take away from people who actually were assaulted yeah. because you are doing this. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Jeremy Piven's innocent. I don't know if he's guilty. I, I don't. Uh, I would hope that that's he, a damn good response though. It's a great response. It is a great response. He refused to apologize. He said, this did not happen. This is a lie. I will say this. Yeah. If I'm not, and this has nothing to do with Kevin Spacey, there should, there should be no reason to apologize if you didn't actually do anything, which I feel like, I don't know, maybe all these people in Hollywood really are raping everybody. <laughs> but it just came out, uh, breaking news came out today that, uh, Hitler was apparently drunk between 1936 and 1944. And, uh, that he is now choosing to live his life as a gay man in Argentina. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. It's fine. Everything's okay there. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of the Kevin Spacey stuff and the Harvey Weinstein stuff took you on a interesting, uh, Facebook binge, um, where you went off about how people were giving Mike Pence a hard time because he doesn't dine with other ladies yeah. unless his wife is there. And actually, I posted that thing like even months ago when it first came when out. When it first came out. And, and now you, I, I just and then you reiterated Yeah, it. yeah. Well, other people were too. And I was like, great point. This is, I'm going to share this. And then people were mad about it. And I was like, this is stupid that you're mad at this. <laughs> yes. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, the the Mike Pence thing about Mike Pence not dining alone, as in alone without anybody else, professionally or family, with another woman. Because some people are like, how do how do you dine alone with someone? And I'm like, it means not just him and another woman. It means alone means him and another woman, and that's it. Alone doesn't mean him, another woman, and maybe a friend or a family or a professional person or something and then people started like coming up with these grand scheming um made up things about what goes on inside michael pence's head right like that he doesn't respect what? women <laughs> yeah i'm like uh i think he respects women more than most people because that's exactly what i do and i think i'm pretty fucking respectful <laughs> of women yeah i i would I, w I can see how in his job that he would have to dine with people. Of yeah, but people are still guessing, saying that it doesn't happen. Right. And I'm like, it says alone. Like, if it's during a job, if, he, if there's a female intern, there's probably going to be more than one intern that is not alone. Right. No, agreed. You know? Right. Or going... Any any prof professional job of, of any manner, he does not have to be alone. Right. That's that's what that what that's what he meant by that. Right. It's interview not, in the hill alone is him and another woman that is not his wife. Right. It's not going to be a one on one dinner. Exactly. You right. know, and this everyone's assuming like, oh, well, he can't dine with other women because he can't handle himself. And I'm like, and I, I didn't I didn't really think about it until somebody said something about it. Um. I was like, well, that's fucked up to say he doesn't know how to control himself. And then somebody on my same post said, well, if he knows he can't control himself, isn't it the right thing to not put yourself in that situation? And I was like, holy fucking shit. That's actually pretty fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, like the way I see it is it's a CYA to cover your ass. You exactly. Know? No, it is too in today's society with everybody. Right. You know, it's a you're, he's covering his ass. So that way, there if somebody ever does accuse him, there's at least somebody else there who can go. No, that didn't happen. Yeah, and, and um, it's it's not a bad policy. Yeah, I mean, going back, no, same topic, I guess. My uh, uh, Spacey, you know, like eight more eight people on the set of the House of Cards also came out and some and said something 
uh, one of them being some guy that originally drove him in or something and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, that's one of the things that pisses me off. I'm just like, okay, so it's, uh, all these people are now coming out on, out of nowhere. And I'm, I hate, I hate that. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just hate it because I'm like, that makes it hard for me to really believe it. I'm sorry. That's just how my mind works. Right. I'm not saying we shouldn't believe victims. I'm saying victims need to come, uh, come up right away and say something uh, as soon as possible <laughs> rather than simmer on it until it's like convenient, which if you've waited that long, I think you're fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying rape doesn't happen. I'm just saying, you know, whatever. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's why it's such a hard topic to talk about. It is a hard topic to like, talk about. Whatever. I think, I think I'm making myself pretty fucking clear in this whole thing. Rape is not okay. Ra- but I'm sorry. Okay. Like, you need to say something right away. Because people... Okay, not people. I will have a hard time believing you. That's just how it is. Like... If you come 20 later, years later and say something, that's just how it is. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time believing you. Um, it's just, how can we prove or disprove that it happened? You're just coming out to say something at this point. Right. To tarnish someone's name. Maybe it did happen, but that's just how it's good. The perception is reality. It's a thing. We, it's like a little saying we had in the army. I'm not sure where else the saying exists, but perception is reality. And, I'm pretty certain that's almost everywhere. Yeah. So it, if it, I heard it more often in the army, I guess. Um, that's because they wanted the, you to perceive you were having a good time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I know that you're hating your day, but if you just, you know, just perceptions reality. So pretend like you're having a great time yeah. and then you don't mind this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and I'm like, what the hell? Like I, I was married at one point. I did that with my wife when I was, you know, dating people and had girlfriends. I treated my girlfriends the same way. Never went out with anybody that was not her. It's not because I can't control myself. Like, and people are like really good, like trying to get into his head. And I'm just like, why can't it be as simple as it's a Christian man, which everybody talks about how religious and how much of a theocrat he is and it pisses people off. Well, I mean, a, a lot of, yeah, some public, publicly public Christian men aren't, don't act as Christian as they are, but a lot of Christian men do. So why are we going to start assuming that, oh, hey, uh, Mike Pence is not really Christian? Well, how do you, how do you, how do you know that? You know, what if, what if it's, you know, he's a religious man and he loves his wife and that's how he wants it to happen. Right. You know, what, what if he's like, my wife and I, when we were younger, we may have had jealousy problems. Or even not even that, you know? Like, it could have been maybe she said something, right? Or not. Maybe he felt she was jealous. Doesn't matter. Like, it, 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 it's maybe, not it's yeah. not a public matter, you know? And maybe he just doesn't want to deal with it at all. Exactly. And there's, like, fucking nothing wrong with that. To me, and to me, that, that baffles me. It's like, okay, so do, uh, do all of you just want to... Go to dinner with Mike Pence? I mean, what's the deal here? <laughs> I wouldn't uh, mind going to dinner with Mike Pence and be like, why did you spend so much money on your foot, on your NFL controversy <laughs> protest? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you really have to? You knew they weren't going to stand, man. Why did you? Yeah. Why did you spend taxpayer <laughs> dollars to do that? <laughs> paid protester. Yeah, the paid protester, Mike Pence. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of the Army... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Army, uh, Bo Bergdahl uh, got no jail time for deserting his post. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I do have to say something real quick. Just because one of my friends made a comment that I hear often. He made it to me while I was working a few days ago. About and there was... No, no. About... Something about libertarians in general. Because um, I hear it often and... It really, a lot of people don't understand, don't tread on me, and this whole libertarianism of leaving people alone, they assume that libertarians are about, you should leave people alone as in like, you. And it's like, doesn't matter what the topic is, could be anything, um, and it's like, no, 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 no. It's it's about the government leaving people alone. If we want to say something about someone's life, 
whether it's good or bad or whether it reflects you know on them or or on us it's okay to talk about things and say what may be okay or not in society the whole the whole problem is should the government be involved in that or not not whether individuals should be involved in that or not so uh if somebody wants to say if somebody wants to talk about and funny enough i watched a feminist right uh i forget her name but it was on the, on the channel the guy was talking about um she was a feminist from like years ago like she would sound like not a feminist today and they were the, this guy asked her i'm going to pause you uh we're about to have some fun oh we're about to have two very special guests on the show oh and we're about to, oh and they don't know it <laughs> now they do <laughs> Because <laughs> they just looked in. Do we want to let them in real quick? I mean, they have a key. Yeah, just open the door. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. If... No, no, come on. Here, have a seat. We're going to interview you. No, no. This is Tab, everybody. Tab. There you go. Come on up, Tab. How is everyone? How are you? Doing doing well, Deb. How are you? I'm good. Do I need to be like this close? Yeah, you, yeah. you got to make love to the mic. Oh, that's a little intense. Yeah. Oh, look, there I am on the screen now. Yes. You yeah, are. it's a little oh, uh, delayed, yes. mm-hmm. but you're live right now. Okay, cool. Hi. Hi. So, uh, what's going on? Wel- welcome to the muddied waters of freedom. Thank you. It's good to be here. Good, good. I'm glad I caught you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Great timing. You should brag to John Sterner and to Jeremy Dolan that you got on before them. Ha ha, you guys suck. <laughs> I'm better than everyone. So tell what us. What are you guys talking about? Uh, well, we were about to talk about Bo Bergdahl. And we did just talk about Kevin Spacey. Nice. Yes. He's, he's got some shit going on, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He definitely has some shit going on. What happened? He molested somebody? Uh, allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. No. He's I mean, a dirty dog, but, <laughs> but spacey. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on Bo Bergdahl? Who is that? <laughs> I'm very unpolitical. I just want to let the, the the crowd know that I'm 21 and I know nothing about politics. So being what, on here. Wasn't is... our first guest 21? Was it Zurich? Okay, yeah. well, I'm one yes. of the 21-year-olds that know nothing about politics. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. Educate me. Tell me what's going on in the world. He's the guy that um, he was a soldier in Iraq. I'm sorry, Afghanistan. Jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the right facts. Yeah, yeah. He's a soldier in Afghanistan, and he was, um, he ended up like sneaking out and Ooh. getting caught, and then he fraternized with the enemy, is how they call it in the military. Um, oh. That and doesn't then, mean like, he had sex with them. Yeah, yeah. No. I knew that's what <laughs> you were thinking. That's a good visual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what you were thinking. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, it is Afghanistan, so maybe. <laughs> Who knows? It's crazy. Yeah, and then people got hurt and died looking for him because they assumed he was like... That selfish like, bastard. Yeah, They're, exactly. No, exa- that's actually exactly that's, yeah. that's actually, how people yeah. are looking at wow. it. Yeah, He did it himself and got a lot of people killed looking for him, basically. And then... Uh, he was. This, being, this was recent, or are you guys just talking? Uh, about he recently was returned. Was it Obama that oh, helped oh, return him? Well, yeah, Obama did the trade to return him in the trade, like the five for one, like when the Phillies did that back in 1982, mm-hmm. the five for one trade. But they got five suspected terrorists back for Bo Bergdahl, and then it turned out that Bo Bergdahl abandoned his post and wasn't just captured, and that he was a deserter. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, but so he's an asshole. He, yeah. Yes, but he was recently he went up for trial recently uh, for being a deserter, and he got no jail time. What? Right. What are your thoughts on that? It's a bunch of bullshit, right there. <laughs> I bet the families are pissed. Oh yeah, six so people died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. John Sterner is very upset with you right now. By the way. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm six, giving such good input too. You like, are. I mean, this yeah. is probably the best episode. It's the best input. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
like yeah. that, that Donald Trump input. It's the best input. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so he got no jail time. He got. Uh, he he got, got a lot of money or what? no? No, 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 no. He got demoted to private. He was a staff sergeant. I think so. Yeah. He got demoted to private, and he's going to get paid a thousand dollars a month for ten months. Why? I don't, that's what the judge ruled. Okay, that's not. And bad. then he's going to get a dishonorable discharge, which I, which does kind of look bad on him because that means he just wasted all those years in the military. Yeah, that's so, because that telling people you're honorably discharged is like a really good thing, like for jobs and stuff. You're like, I was in the military, honorable discharge, and they're like, we're going to hire you, like right away. Yep. Uh, Pretty much. So now he won't ever. At all, be able yeah. to use his military service to get it like a job. He'll have to be, and he'll have to change his name. Yeah, and he <laughs> to change his name because. Oh wait, got a new applicant, Bergdahl Bo. Were Were you in the military? <laughs> no, I think you were. <laughs> Hang on, let me do a quick. Go- yeah, no, that's you. <laughs> like he's gonna have to change his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And even though we're anti-war, you know, like, it's still fucked up that you got people killed looking for you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, dude. Yes. that's such a dick move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God. it was. It, it was a dick move. Yeah. It was a dick move. And that is the absolute best way you could have put that. And we're here. famous now. <laughs> yes. Should I plug my social media? Sure. You go yeah, ahead. I'm not going to do that. I don't want any of you to follow me. Her name Dude. is Tabitha Radke. <laughs> oh, that's not even how you pronounce it. Thank you very right, much. Right, but it's how you spell it. Yeah, so yeah. they can phonetically find you. Mm-hmm. You guys. It's you Polish. It's German. Jeez. It's German. I'm leaving. It's just, that's the same country, oh, no, pretty no, I'm much. Leaving. You, you insult me like that? Oh. It's the same country. There's a silly border between them. They've always fought over the same silly lands. Border. No, there's a silly border between Mexico and America. <laughs> how about that? I agree. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Um, 100% accurate. Yeah. Totally agree. Private property is the only way to go. We shouldn't have state's property. State, oh, state-owned okay. property. Are guys, what are you guys? Liberals? What are you? Sure. Sure. What are you? Libertarian? Libertarian. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that the same thing? No. Jeez. I'm sorry. It used to be. Yeah. At one point it was. It's not yeah. anymore. Hmm. Words words change meanings we, over time. We can go over this at low time. Yeah, Later. yeah. No, I want to... Uh, let's bring it back to the basics for everyone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> episode one. Or the pre... The pre-episode. Whatever those are called. Prequels. Somebody is really loving the fact you're on our show. I, I'm loving it. Well, that's good. I, I think it's Ben Morris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving a lot of good statements. You are. So, you know, the best statements. The, the best, best statements. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's move on to the next subject. Since, I mean, yeah. really... Sure. Bo Bergdahl being a dick is pretty much all that really needs to be said on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that judge, I can't believe that judge just let him off like that. But <laughs> you're worse than me, and I'm the bad one on the show. <laughs> I bet he did. Wow. You ready? All right. On that note, I think I'm gonna go. All right. Well, hey, thanks, thanks for, for coming you. on. Yeah. yeah no, it, this has been Let's a real pleasure. Best, Absolutely. Best I'll interview. Bring, yeah. Best tea. interview we'll ever. Have tea. We'll have tea. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. We'll see you at low tide. <laughs> Um, everybody, that was Tab with a cameo by Tori. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so moving on, <laughs> we have the news that came out this week, the big news that came out this week about uh, Donna Brazil wrote a political article on Hillary Clinton and D- the DNC rigging the system against Bernie Sanders. I read this article five times. I enjoyed it so much. Like it was like porn. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I loved this article. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I also like to call this article Donna Brazil suicide note because (laughs) that's impending. Mm. Like she is definitely going to like get mugged and nothing stolen kind of a thing. Like it's it's not going to end well for Donna Brazil. She actually came out. I what I don't understand is how so many people, like one of the only good, pro- like I'm sorry, one of the few good progressives that I know in uh, about the Clinton and Russia stuff is Jeremy Dolan. 
because the rest of these liberals and progressives will ignore every single thing that is about the DNC and its corruption and how they handled Bernie Sanders. And then they'll focus on all this Russia stuff as if like the Russians are secretly, oh, yeah. secretly running the world. And even Jeremy makes fun of that. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, Facebook, Facebook, uh, had to do the lawyers showed up to Congress to talk about the ads that Russia was putting out mm-hmm. and how they were trying to divide America between the two. And like, it's, I mean, everything's being focused there when it needs to be focused here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with everything that, you know, there's not a lot to prove or disprove on Russia. There's not. It's a lot of speculation on both sides and a lot of closed door things and a lot of investigations. But the, um, I don't remember his name. What's the name of the hacker that hacked the DNC? Do you remember? Um, the he did it like two or three times during the election season. Yeah. Like uh, that is provable stuff right there. Like that is stuff that you can see and then Goose, you can Goosefer 2.0. Yeah, thank you, Goosefer. So and, so that's like I think that's what really if liberals and progressives are mad about Trump being president, fine, whatever. Like that's what you should focus on, not all this Russia bullshit. Right. No, absolutely. And that's the problem I see also with like oh, slightly off No, not really off topic. The the thing I see with like Republicans and Democrats is like when when Republicans lose an election, they like sit there and figure out what they did wrong, whether it's campaigning or not enough money or whatever that is supposed to be the political way of winning, right? Put up John McCain. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um. So whatever, all of that. Instead, you know, you know, when the Democrats could say the same thing, put up Hillary Clinton, right? Um, Good. Yeah, like, instead of Democrats sitting around and, like, figuring out, hey, how did we do, how did we do this? Like, we just messed up one of the easiest wins ever. Right. Instead of doing that, they just want to sit there and blame everybody. It's like, are you going to, do you want to learn at all so you can win next time? Right. It was third-party voters. It's Russia. It's uh, everything else except for the DNC, when in all actuality, the only thing it really is, is the DNC. Which is partly... Why the Libertarian Party turns me off in some ways, because a lot of people also believe in this sort of thing. Like, the system is already rigged against us. I'm sorry. Us as in Libertarians, but against the Libertarian Party. And I think that sucks. But (laughs) if you've seen the kind of candidates they put out locally often, like, there's not a lot of... (laughs) presidentially you know or uh not president there are not a lot of political good-looking people out there you know like for president they have that one guy that (laughs) i don't like (laughs) um will coley's oh geez yeah will coley uh i like coley but that guy i know who you're talking about uh i forget his name right now that dude the guy that used to be very large and then lost a bunch of yeah, weight, yeah. But was still wearing the suits from when he was very large. Yeah. Yeah. I but get his name off the top. You of know, my stuff head right like now. that. And I'm like, why are you putting that up? Every other, the Democrats and the Republicans would put out silly looking people like that up because it makes them look silly. Right. But the, the Libertarian parties, a lot of people are like, Hey, we love this guy. He's a good, he's a good person. And I'm like, okay, like okay, nice. So that's, that's not going to look good on camera. That sucks. Like to say that, but that people purse, I'm sorry, people that look nice are, you know, people like that and not just politics and everything, movies, you know, television, everything, you know, everything, products, like good looking people, not not hot, not sexy, but you have to look presentable somehow. Steve Buscemi is a uh, great actor, but he's not a leading man because nobody's going to a movie starring just Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> makes you, sense. You, you need yeah. you need more yeah um that's but, why you've got your matt damon's and ben affleck's of yeah, the world yeah and uh you know it's also stuff that lp people say you know a lot of times they'll say a lot of these crazy things that make them sound like they don't want to win at all and just the lp the lp people just don't understand politics <laughs> and that makes me sad is it, well, I mean, they keep electing Nick Sarwark as their chair, so yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, because I've had a lot of conversations with these people, especially recently about 
Senator Rand Paul and his support for Roy Moore in Alabama. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. I don't like Roy Moore. It seems like I don't like Roy Moore as a person. Um, but it's also okay as a libertarian to support Rand Paul and most of Rand Paul's policies and things, but not specific individual things about him. So Rand Paul supports Roy Moore. Okay, shitty thing. Does that mean I have to hate him now? Yeah, so is Thomas no. Massey, though. And what Thomas Massey said is that he agrees with 70%, 60 to 70% of what Roy Moore believes. Um, he believes the 60 to 70% of what Roy Moore believes, but he has a spine. Yeah. And he would prefer to have somebody in there with a spine that he agrees with 60 to 70% as mm-hmm. opposed to somebody who agrees with 80 to and 90 that's, And that's politics. And, peop- and you know, people don't seem to understand that. Right. One, one thing my uh, our friend Phil Bishop said to me was, if only people understood that, because Roy Moore is very anti-LGBTQ and anti-Islamic, um, but um, he says if people only understood that the gay marriage issue is not a legislative issue, then Roy Moore becomes less scary. And I was like, well, that's actually kind of true. It's already been decided by the Supreme Court. There's no way to go around that right? for a senator, you know, or a congressman or whatever. There's no way to go around that. You can't just legislate something that's already been handled by the Supreme Court. True. And I was like, holy shit. Well, that that means, you know, whatever. And I can actually, I can understand that, you know, because I don't think people should you know have to like like he doesn't like me either and if there, if he doesn't like me but he third days i don't like you so i mean it's understandable why yeah. he doesn't <laughs> yeah so if he doesn't like me but there's no way for him or he doesn't actively try to harm me in some way then i don't care because i don't think people should be forced to like me and i don't have to like him either so you know anyways we're off topic from where we even started which was on the DNC. The DNC. So, you can, yeah, you can take it. <laughs> <laughs> Since Muhammad decided that he wanted to bash the LP <laughs> for 10 minutes. And that's one of the last things. Which, in all fairness, I'm always okay with that. That's one of the last things that pissed me off before I deactivated my Facebook. That is now active again. Um, but, yeah, so Donna Brazil wrote this article on Politico. And it started out by her saying that when that Obama had left the DNC... $24 million in debt. Wow. $24 million in debt. And all of it was supposed to be repaid by the end of 2016. Um, but they didn't have, they didn't have any money in order to fund a presidential campaign. So Hillary Clinton came in and paid off the debt, mm-hmm. which I find to be really amazing because she said after she and Bill left the white house, they were broke. And that, you know, they were living like poor people, but yet she funded 24 million to get them back up mm-hmm. and then funded the campaign. And, uh, she completely, I mean, they weren't broke. They have money, but that's what she said. Yeah. I, I knew that. Yeah. Everybody knew that. <laughs> um, but as part of the bailout, uh, her campaign was given first right of refusal on communications director and financial decisions on other staff. Which Donna Brazil was always like, why can't I just put out a PR? And it's because it had to go through Clinton's hand-picked communications director. Mm-hmm. Um, she had complete control over the she uh, Clinton, the, she being Clinton, had complete control over the party, and her campaign was keeping the party from financially collapsing. Every all the money, like they had the uh, Hillary Victory Fund, which was a joint fundraiser a joint fundraising session between the DNC and Clinton's campaign um, because you can donate more from state from uh, in state elections as opposed to a federal election. So people could donate more to the Hillary victory fund Mm -hmm. um, to the Hillary victory fund uh, on in the state level. And she would just pull the money from that. Yeah. But, it was helping the party stay from finan- complete financial collapse and they wouldn't have been able to afford any sort of election. Um, 
and they had signed a I didn't write it down. I wish I had. Uh, they had signed a fundraising joint venture kind of thing in August of 2015 with Hillary's campaign, which is something that's normally not done until the nomination is completed. So Hillary had complete control over the DNC and everything that was going in and everything that was going out for a complete year Yeah, before she was actually named the nominee. And yet she still lost. Well, she, yeah, she lost the general. Um, and Donna Brazil even came out today and said that after Hillary's fainting spell and everything else, that she had been thinking about, uh, that she had been thinking about switching her out for a Biden Booker ticket. But she didn't want to take it away from the women in America who had been supporting her. <laughs> yeah. That's your goddamn fault. <laughs> But, like, that was something that was being thought up. Like, there were secret meetings going on about removing Hillary and uh, Kane? Kane. Uh, Hillary and Kane from uh, the ticket and putting Joe Biden and Cory Booker in instead. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, I was reading that today. Yeah, I bet they would have (laughs) won. Yeah. I mean, crazy Uncle Joe is crazy. And but I bet they would have won. He would have a lot better time. Yeah, I think they would have. I mean, they had a lot better. Where was I going with this? <clears throat> Joe Biden is definitely a lot better than Hillary Clinton, in my opinion. Um, just in terms of the whole political likability, likability. Yeah, um, he's not as hated as her, and th- that was really the only thing holding. The DNC back from like Trump because I mean you know everyone's been talking about this for over like a two years now is like this is gonna end up being the race and then it did become the race of like the two unlikable candidates and which one do you hate more than the other you know that's how they've been they've been talking about that for more than a year now so about two years so yeah you throw Joe Biden in and here's a guy that everybody likes or doesn't hate. Right. Pretty much um, that a lot of people respect on both sides of the aisle. Um, his son died, I believe. His son was a serviceman that died, correct? I don't remember. What I, I, know, I, I, no, what I remember, no, his, son, his son died of a brain tumor. Okay, okay. I thought it was serviceman. He may have been a serviceman, but he died from a brain tumor. Okay, yeah. I don't remember on the serviceman, but I know he died of a brain tumor. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, whether he plays it or not, like, the whole this guy has been a okay public servant while losing so many family members, it's just such a shitty thing for him. You know, it's like, damn, this is a strong dude, you know, losing... He has publicly lost family member after family member after family member. Um, that would be like, people would be like, damn, this guy is strong. You know, he can handle himself under all this pressure and still be a good vice president. Right. So, yeah, the DNC kind of. Um, the DNC just screwed the pooch on this one royally, but they I, they didn't really have that much of a choice because Hillary, Hillary Clinton, yeah. Hillary was funding it. Hillary was funding the entire DNC. And, yeah. You know, as Donna Brazil wrote in her article, which again is like porn. That thing is so great to read. Yeah. Um, But, you know, she even said, like, if Hillary Clinton didn't do that, there was a chance that the party would have just gone into financial disarray because they didn't have anybody giving them money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and 24 million in debt. Now, the Democrats know a lot about creating debt. Yeah. And they know to create. To get out of debt, you create more debt. <laughs> Republicans do too. They do too. Yeah, I mean, I I almost want to argue that more often than not, I had this conver uh, had had this conversation recently. Like more often than not, oh yeah, this was actually at it was at low tide after work. More often than not, it has been Republican presidents that have grown government, like the actual size of the government. More often than not, always Republican, not Democrat. Like every single agency ever recently has always been Republican. Healthcare. Huh? Healthcare. Well, yeah, healthcare. That, well, yeah, Medicaid, Medicare. Democrat. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. FDR. But EPA, war on drugs, not, homeland not, security. Not that. A lot of a lot of the actual size of the government stuff has been uh whatchamacallit has been Republicans. Because healthcare is just the government playing around in the market. They did they didn't really add anything there. There is no extra department right. of well, I mean, you've health <laughs> thing. That's what I'm I'm talking about the actual size of the right, government. But I mean everybody that works for healthcare.gov is a member of the government, which grows the size of the government. Yeah. That's not so, that's not that's not big though. I don't know how big it is. It's just I know that it's a there's an article on Fee, the Foundation of Economics Rights. Rights. No. I wish we had economic rights. <laughs> no. The Foundation of Economic Education. Um, I forget what it's called, but if you just type in, if you just go to Fee and then type in, um, oh God, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Peace between Israel and Palestine. He only had one term. Yeah, no, you're going to have to keep going. He only had one term. Democrat. Jimmy Carter? Yes. <laughs> Jimmy Carter, the great deregulator, better than anybody before and after him. Right. No, agreed. He is the great deregulator. Yeah. Oh, you've read that? Well, no, but you've I did not about it a whole bunch. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Economics turned me on. I know. <laughs> I know they do. You you are sexually attracted to economics. <laughs> Much like, okay, so today <laughs> We only have three people watching, so it's fine. Four. Yeah. Uh, so today uh, is the beginning of the next civil war. Huh? Yeah. Today, uh, I don't know what that means. I know. That's because you haven't been on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today is the beginning of the next civil war. Antifa is planning protests nationwide. They're actually going on right now. It's also national uh, national scream at the Sky Day to protest Trump's win because um, it was one year ago. Um <laughs> True story. You can look that up. Uh, but I saw a sign today uh, at one of the protests, and people were, you know, like in the regime, in the hate, whatever, that kind of stuff. And somebody had a sign up and said, I am sexually attracted to indictments. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Yeah. That was so funny uh, because I'm just like, wow, you guys just aren't even taking this seriously. That's awesome. I think Donald Trump's going to win again. I don't know. I don't know if he runs again, but you don't know if he runs again. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to stop? I, I I could see that. I could see that before him losing to somebody else is where I'm going with this. Right. If he doesn't run, fine. But if he does run, I don't think. I don't think the Democrats are taking it seriously. I don't think so either. I think they just assume that he's going to bury himself and that he's and that is not a him. good. That's what I'm saying. about people don't get when I'm talking about politics, I'm not talking philosophy of what's a liberal what's a conservative what's a libertarian not that i'm talking politics like how to win an election i don't think democrats or libertarians really are taking it seriously no the libertarians obviously aren't taking it seriously well there's a lot more people on right now (laughs) different people than i expected anyways it's time to end the show it is time to end the show Thank you all so much for joining us. Sorry about our video problems. I have no idea what was happening with the camera. I will have to work on that in the upcoming week. Uh, We also have, and I'm going to say this on the show so he can't back out of it, even though we do all the time. Uh, We are going to be doing multiple episodes a week. Oh, that's right. Leading up to our one-year anniversary show at Grassroots Kava House on December December 2nd. 2 o'clock Eastern. That's when it starts, is what he told me. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so just get there <laughs> around 2. Get No, no. At 2. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Before 2. Muhammad needs to be there much earlier than 2 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I know he's going to be there. <laughs> so uh, December 2nd. At Grassroots Kava House in downtown St. Pete, uh, RSVP at the event that we set up on Facebook and Eventbrite. Pick up your tickets. We've got special guests, one of whom is watching right now, it looks like. And Ooh. oh, <laughs> one of whom is watching right now. So we're going to say hi to him without saying who it is because I don't think we've announced who our guests are. So what's up, buddy? Glad you're here. Um, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really good time. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom or on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. 
the what will most certainly be the awful, awful audio of this one with us talking about other random things and random guests popping in uh, will be available at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. And do you have anything else? Uh, I don't. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Please like, please share, please tell your friends, please tell your family. Don't forget to RSVP for the anniversary event. You can watch me get muddy. Yes, that's definitely happening. So remember, guys, where we're going, we don't need roads.